Hi, and you're very welcome into our Unleashed, the podcast podcast here from Leash today with our No Holds Barred podcast and all the news and views that matter to the people of Leash. And politics, sport, news and entertainment, we'll be talking about it here on Unleashed. My name is Brian Moss and joining me for our second episode of our initial six-week series is once again Stephen Miller, owner and managing editor of Leash Today. And both myself and Stephen are very blessed amongst women today as our guests this week are Leash County Councillor Pauline Madigan, who's just in the last few weeks taken over the vacancy left by the sad past and one of the longest serving councillors in the country, the legendary Jory, Lo- Jory Lodge, no pressure there, so Pauline. <laughs> and solicitor, political operative, we're going for at the moment, 2016 general election candidate and owner of Thomasine and Connell and Company Slitters based in Port Leash. It is Thomasine and Connell, Body British's finest, we're told. Now we're going to find out very shortly, I've said 2016 election candidate, will it be a future election candidate for Fine Gael? We shall see. On the menu today, could, be, could Leash be about to unveil a huge name as their next Hurley manager? Electric picnic gets stronger and the Leash Bishop who says the Pope needs to apologise to women on his visit to Ireland. However, given we have two formidable females from the political world in front of us, we're going to start with politics. As always, we're recording our podcast in the beautiful surrounds of the Golden Egg Studios here in Glenfield outside Port Leash with sound engineer Supremo Ollie Plunkett. And if you're a band or singer songwriter looking for top quality studio recordings, well, you can go no better than Ollie himself, of course. It is the site of the Golden Egg Holistic Studios as well. And of course, our podcast partners are Finline Furniture. For nearly 40 years, Finline Furniture have been making the highest quality sofas and chairs here in Emo. Finline, Finline have exported their products to over 50 countries, but you can visit their factory showroom in Emo right here in County Leash. Right, lads, administration done, out of the way. Let's get down to business. You're very, very welcome to our little Unleashed family, Thomasina, Thank you. Pauline Thank you, Brian. and Stephen. Thomasina, I'm going to start with you. We're going to mention politics first. We'll come to Pauline in a moment. What happened at the Fine Gael Convention a couple of weeks ago? You were all making speeches. You were about to go to a vote. And you said, lads, I don't want to be a, a considered issue. Is that what happened? I'm, no. Well, I, I think at the night of the convention, I had put myself forward. Yes. And uh, I've made myself available, obviously, um, to be a candidate for Fine Gael in the next general election. Uh, something I very much uh, was looking forward to. Uh, but on the night, having heard that the directive was three candidates, I made the decision uh, not to allow it to go to a, right. a vote. I suppose, you know, I have a very good track record, obviously, as a candidate. I got four and a half thousand votes mm-hmm. in the last election. Um, I think, um, you know, I have um, excellent qualities as a candidate. Uh, and I know from the response that I got in the room that that very much came across. But I suppose... Um, on the night, I made the decision to withdraw my nomination um, on the basis of the directive being three candidates. And also, okay. uh, during, I suppose, the, the, the night, maybe becoming aware um, that, I suppose, further divisions could have been caused within our own party. And I was loath to continue to do that. You're putting the party f- first, is that it? Yes, well, I suppose you could Come say on, that. Party woman, excellent. Well, why, why, three, why, when it was announced three, like what difference did that make being two or three? Mm. Well, I suppose, Stephen, you know, on the night, as I said, it was a decision that I made at the last minute. Um, I didn't want to put the party uh, through the vote. I, I, in my own experience, that causes uh, a massive divide. But, you know, I think um, there's a lot of promise into the future. And I obviously want to represent the people of Leash long term and into the future. So uh, there's more to come. So we may well be seeing the, the old, your photo on a, on a poll when it comes to election time. Yes, I mean, possibly. Th- it's possible. Obviously, it's possible. And the national executive, yeah. they can make decisions um, in relation to candidates running in various constituencies. But I think, look, um, there's a general election, uh, you know, not due for a long time yet. And I think um, things uh, were not doing too badly. Um, but on the whole, the local election is due next summer. 
um, and the general election will take place after that. Right. So I think we've got a lot to see there. The, the locals now, Pauline, will come to you in a moment. Mm. Of course, you'll be contesting them, I'm sure, as well. Thomasina, will your name feature in the locals? Obviously, I'm very interested in becoming an elected representative. Right. Um, there has been no convention for that yet, uh, but it's something that I would uh, consider putting myself forward. So for. I'm going to write yes just about yes uh, why, <laughs> about say, why? Say yes to that. no I mean look at I'm very interested in representing yeah. people and there's no harm you know a lot of people skirt around this you're ambitious you know why, why not say you know mm. it's something that would interest me yeah. in the future if, if, if it comes to pass I don't think there's anything mm. allergic and about Brian, saying that Brian can I just yeah, put in for a second I'm dying to know Thomasina like you just found out on the night you know, you pulled out at the very last minute. I'm, I'm kind of thinking here of even Michael D, our president. Mm. And, um, you know, when he put his name forward, a lot of people were saying, well, look at maybe we shouldn't have. Um, he's doing a good job. Let's just leave it as it is. But now we have got an election yeah. that's going to happen. And is it not better to leave the decision up to the convention? Um, if you had gone right up until the final furlong, excuse the pun, you're local in Valley <laughs> British. But um, like... Would it not have made more sense to let the, let the let the delegates decide? Mm. Indeed, and I, I hear what you're saying, but I think just in terms of how the cards may have fallen for other candidates, I'm not sure that that would improve matters for our own party. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, you know, obviously things, um, you know, behind closed doors within the members of every political party, there are things, um, I suppose, that we have to do to push forward and to, to I suppose... Um, unify our party and mm. I didn't want to do anything I suppose to damage that Did you get a bit of a promise that if you didn't go forward that there was carrot dangle that No, not at all No No, no I'm actually surprised to hear you even ask me that I don't know why I, mean, I think Stephen if that was the case surely I wouldn't have put my name forward yeah. and actually got yeah, up no, and spoken I, the night so yeah, I'm surprised yeah, no, you like, asked and, me that Yeah no like mm-hmm. I thought your speech was excellent and yeah, I, I, if I was ranking the speeches it would have put you number one on, on, the, on the cards Well that's very but kind I, of you But I, 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 <laughs> I, I struggled though to, to figure where the, the decision yeah. to, to put out had it been two candidates or three candidates That's, that's what I have a, Absolutely a and as I said look the cards may have fallen a certain way and look it was a decision that I made that I stand by um, and that actually I'm, I'm glad that I made in the night um, but look, we have a future to look forward to. As, Lights, as Lots Wife so said, you don't look backwards, Watch this Stephen. Let's, uh, let's come on to Pauline. Of course, yeah. Pauline, a busy couple of weeks for you. Huge, so huge shoes to fill. And you know, I suppose the gentleman that we all know from covering different political meetings, the great Jerry Lodge, I think the mm-hmm. longest serving councillor, uh, I think in Ireland. Yeah. And you come down here from Limerick and take our job and take our women. Is that what <laughs> the Fianna Fáil are, are saying? So tell us a bit about yourself. You're a Limerick lady, but very much leash at Harvard. That's right, yeah. yeah. Born and reared in Limerick. Farmer's daughter. Used to milk cows before going right. to school in the morning. Um, and actually, just a very quick funny story. Eventually, myself, there's eight of us. Eight, I have seven siblings. But there's another girl, a sister of mine, and we took a great interest in the farming. And I had one boy, an older brother, and the youngest is a brother. But before the youngest brother came along... Um, the older boy became a priest. He's actually head chaplain in the army. Go so away. He's All right. definitely no interest in the farming. But we, anyway, used to milk the cows before going to school. And we said to dad one day, give us, you better stop paying us. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is slave labor. Yeah. You know? But he said, okay, two pounds of milking. So we had a chart in our bedroom wall and we built up and eventually we said to him one night, uh, Mikey, you owe us uh, 24 pounds. <laughs> the next morning I got up to milk the cows and he went, go back to bed, I don't need your grand. So, funny, so yeah. a friend of the farm yeah. was already in Fianna Fáil coming from that. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, and then 
didn't really move to Port Leash straight away. Did the usual traveling. I actually studied theology and economics, which was a weird combination. You're going as, to be a, a banking nun, were you? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to one class like in theology about kindness, giving to the poor, and then economics, maximize <laughs> profits. Take, Capitalism take, take. at its best. Right, Very right, good. Yeah. I think I'm the only woman in Ireland to have that combination of degree, which is weird. One. Yeah. But your media, you've a, um, you're a media lecturer. Is that that's right? right. So when I finished the degree in Maynooth, um, actually I was sitting in the bar the roost if I'm completely honest mm. when these leaflets were handed out about um, students union uh, presidency for, for the SU in Maynooth and um, Mary a friend of mine at the time and myself we said look we'll go for it she went for vice I went for uh, president and um, there were eight of us ironically enough as well going for the presidency that year so it's quite similar to this um, co-option really that happened and I was a total outsider because again very similar hadn't really been involved in the students union up to then but I was passionate about watching and representing, I suppose, even the people at that time. Mm. But during, anyway, I got the presidency. There was quite a few Fianna Fallers and Fianna Gaelers, actually. Uh, Brian Hayes, you know, the MEP, was yes, one of, of my uh, yeah. opposition my, my good candidates. Yeah, uh, as was Vince P. Martin, who'd be well known Fianna Fáil um, poly, um, in, in, in poly, political circles as well. But anyhow, during that time, one thing I noticed, this is back in the 1980s now, and I noticed there were no um, condom machines. And I thought, like, this is kind of mad no condom machines yeah. in the college but also it was during the time of uh, the AIDS um, controversy yeah. and just epidemic mm. and really people were genuinely scared so I said look we better buy one but suddenly anyway I found out we had to have a referendum so I said okay we'll just have a referendum but little did I realise that okay within Maynooth you've got Maynooth University the NUI Maynooth and you've got obviously the, the- theology side right, for yes, the cleric yes. study but to me, you've got thousands of lay students who, if they want condoms, they should be able to have condoms. But of course, what I found very interesting was to the outside world, especially to the media world, it became a huge of course, story. You can imagine, yeah. So we had the referendum um, and it wasn't passed, believe it or not, imagine, because it absolutely, the media, it came in the front page of the Irish sure, Times, Pauline yeah. Madigan, Students Union President wants condoms. And I was like, yes. So, so I found it very interesting how what makes news yeah. and how news becomes news yeah. you know and um from that then i just wanted to know how does all this work and hence finding the term which i hadn't heard ever before public relations so i went on and did a postgrad in public relations and subsequently a doctorate in pr education and moved along that sense so i just finished um i worked in consumer pr and then in aircom which was Telecom Aaron at the time, in their press office and in the ESB press office. My goodness. You yeah. Have, so did, did, we, did you get uh, condoms into the Fianna Fáil headquarters now? Is that all? Absolutely. Pardon? They're, they're, they're there? in my bag, <laughs> ready, freely available on demand. I love it, yes, I love it. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. listen, uh, mm. look, you're co-opted in the Jerry Lodge see, we must say. Welcome yeah. by everyone at the re- recent council meeting. So they, so we hear. But That's let's right. be honest, not everyone in Fianna Fáil welcomed your open arms uh, locally because like any job, it is a job. There was loads of people that had in the ring and you were seen as kind of an outsider, obviously in press headquarters. Yeah. Maybe the view to maybe things down the line, as I said before, I could be looking at an election poster poll, polls in a couple of years time with both of you on it at a at general election. So are things OK now? Has, has they has they thaw, has they thawed out a bit? Are you oh, allowed look- into the ante room in the council now? Or are you still <laughs> bringing your own seat or what's going on? 
I mean, I, you know, I, 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 there's two things I'd like to say about this. Firstly, anyway, and I never finished the last point about coming to Leash Sorry. because I was living in Scaries and um, um, my husband got a teaching job in the CBS. He's still there actually here All in right. Port Leash. So we thought it makes more sense to move. So I'm here for the last 21 years. So and I, as I said in my maiden speech, I adore Limerick, but I do love living in Leash. And I genuinely mean that, you know, but I, I kind of find it very interesting that Really, within Port Leash, you've 23,500 people. Mm. Within Leash, you've got over 80,000. And the amount of us who weren't born and reared in yeah. the county, it's a bit of nonsensical rubbish as far yeah. as I'm I'm concerned in relation to bring on more of us who weren't born and reared mm. in this county mm. because the diversity and inclusivity, inclusiveness is needed within mm. um, local and national politics. Yeah. And then, though, secondly... And this is the one I think is the sticky wicket is that um, not walking, I suppose, and pounding the pavements on behalf of the party that I haven't worked. Now, that point I could see, I, I know I had been working uh, on behalf of Fianna Fáil for the last 10, 20, 30 years. And all of a sudden this blow in comes in and gets a job and takes over a seat which was absolutely um, take or used by um, a man Jerry Lodge who was adored mm. by everybody yeah. I mean it literally when I went into Leash Council to say hello to all the staff they every one of them spoke about the big shoes I'd fill but they also spoke about the fact that this dark cloud that fell over the building the day mm. that Jerry died yeah. and the amount of tears that were flowing from everybody so it's huge so they're thinking this is a person who had leave a new Jerry and how dare she so I can get it I get it so but my thing is that it's up to me now to prove myself and to build up trust and to show people that I'm a grafter um, but I'd also argue as well I haven't been involved with the party for the last few years I mean I've been involved in hugely in local events like the Steam Rally in Stradbally and the Rugby Club and the GA Club mm. in Port Leash. But honestly, I, and I'm sure um, many of you might have even done a PhD, but anyone who has done one, I, I was doing loads of things and involved in the community and it was taking longer and longer and longer. And I'll never forget eventually my supervisor saying to me, if you want to finish this, you're going to have to say no to everything. And I remember being over in Sheffield University is where I got my doctorate and listening to... Um, Oh, God, to it was the 2011 elections. And I just sat with my supervisor and I said, I want to be Back over. I want to run. Mm. But actually, what friends of mine said, without even asking what party, they said, you are at nothing with Fianna Fáil the way it is at well, the moment. And, and they were you, right, you, you know, you, 2011. You grew up as a Fianna Fáil or uh, Pauline, did you? And we, we, I you did. Would, you, I'm not saying I was a member or very involved in Limerick or anything, but politics, like it has been in all rural areas, mm. it would be hugely discussed. And again, it's very interesting, and a lot of the research and data would show this, that um, families don't really talk about what party they support, you mm. know. Mm. It becomes, it's almost a secret. Embedded. Like, I know yeah. my father was a staunch Fianna Fáiler, yeah. but it would never be discussed. And my mother, and she's, uh, uh, um, I think, a Fine Gael supporter. So, so a mixed, ma mixed, yeah. mixed marriage. A mixed marriage. Yeah, mixed marriage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very much. Um, so, let's, yeah. let's move it on, yeah. and, and we'll come back to Th Thomasina in this one. I suppose, look, gender quotas is the thing, mm -hmm. given we've two uh, political minds here in front of us. Um, 30% I think now have to be candidates, or you know, if there's funding issues. Are you someone, I'll ask both of you separately, Gender quotas, do you think it's a good thing, a positive thing, or do you think it should be the best person for the job, or is it a necessary evil to get more women involved? Yeah, I mean, in look, I think in terms of, you know, the gender quotas, um, I'm a firm believer in them, you know. It's 30% okay. this time. By 2023, it's going to be 40%, okay? 
across the board parties and there was political effort to change this all the way through the 80s and 90s that it didn't happen yeah. until there was legislation from Fianna Gael on my side. <laughs> and, you know, um, parties have done a lot of work, but I think there is a lot of work to do within our own party. Fianna Fáil, across the board. Um, and I feel that, you know, it's not only women becoming involved in politics, it's making it attractive to younger people, mm, you know, yeah. as a as a young person yeah. myself. Um, you know, I think it's it was a big step for me to step out of the life I had and put myself out there. Um, and put my name on a ballot paper and I think you know it's, it can be a bit of a scary thing to do your friends think you're mad like your friends go Jesus yeah, I mean, like, look, come on come up out of the fog now we could be going I, out I, I don't think world. anybody called it a fog Brian but <laughs> I think um, some people sort of um, understood it yeah um, I guess I'd be savagely perseverant um, and most people that know me w- would know that um, I'm kind of, you know, you can't be a quitter in politics. Andy in the courtroom if you're defending people, of course, mm. in the yeah, day job. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm probably a dog with a bone, you could say. And I definitely, I think I probably have that reputation, which is fine by me. Um, but I think, um, sorry, just to go back there, do I think my friends thought I was mad? No, I think some of them, well, more often than not, they were really proud of me yeah. and actually literally like walking out of the life that I had to put on my wellies and just start canvassing. And, you know, by the end of the last election, I was canvassing 18 hours a day. Um, and and in rain, rain hail mm. or shine. That time of the year for an election. Yeah, Actually, I don't like... think there was any shine. Um, <laughs> yeah. In what January, in February. What a nice this summer, how do you call um, it? Yeah. I think actually one night down, there were, were somewhere near. Um, I think the, I, I think I remember we were down around Bally Adams. It was a Rollstone, I think, was down there. But I got lost talking to a lady, um, talking to a lady about uh, pensions, and whatever happened, the car had sped on, and somebody thought I was with somebody else. But anyway, I was lost in Bally Adams, and t- it was about ten o'clock at night. My phone was gone dead. <clears throat> the frost had started to come and I actually just thought I was skating around the roads in Bally Adams I just thought what am I doing yeah. uh, but look you, of course in politics there's good days and there's bad days but you know it's not about me it's about other people um, and getting stuff done and I guess look if you want to ask me my personal view I think it's um, would be really positive if we got a lot more young people involved because I think we've got fresh ideas mm. a lot of people fresh out of college were ambitious and to make a life in politics yeah. as opposed to it being you know oh well I just decided to do this you know um, just, to see, just to see absolutely just to see what it was like yeah. Um, yeah. but it's not for the faint hearted and I think Pauline would probably agree with me mm. Uh, in her first foray into it it's definitely not for the faint hearted yeah. and you know you have to really deep down There's people like Stephen Miller looking for stories and then Shun over there looking for stories <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah. sure and I, I think look at I know Stephen obviously a long time he was in the primary school class younger now behind, so. behind oh, <laughs> only, only by a number only by I think I think, I think, I think my mammy might have taught to Stephen but yeah. anyway I, I don't think no manners anyway I don't think she ever had to give Stephen Miller a clip in the ear. Oh, well, I think there that you was go. her quote. Was that, was that it? But no, I think, um, you know, going forward, look what I'm really looking forward to being part of the political system in Leash or Leash Offaly into the future. And um, I think I'll do a, a pretty good job. I like it. Where, where, where would you like, you've obviously made fairly big impact starting out. Like, you know, you're very new to the scene the last election. You've you've been very visible the last while, sort of around the political scene. Ten years time, where, where would you like to be in your political career how many elections will we have to do by then Stephen <laughs> can you work it out for minimum me minimum of two Stephen minimum of two general elections Maybe yeah five. I reckon and we'll probably have two local elections I, d- I mean look at I think I'm somebody probably that my ambition about stuff never wanes and so I'm never going to give up on this 
I really enjoy the business that I have and I think you and I both started out in or about the same time and thankfully you know things have worked out really well for both of us um even though I really love what I do I'm never going to give up my politics like I'm kind of obsessed so um I'm not going anywhere so in 10 years time how many elections look uh, hopefully, you hope you'll be in the doll in ten years. Time. Look, that's the, absolutely. Yeah. That's the that's the sort of that's the goal. Yeah. And you hope to be there too, Pauline. You do. I I'm totally. I I'm. It's like I'm caught in this tidal wave. I'm living <laughs> in the precious present moment. That's yeah. all I'll say. But coming back to the uh, the gender, yeah. I suppose issue. I actually think it's more a necessary evil. Mm. I'm not. I'm not with it. I'm with Mary O'Rourke in this. Really, it's it's almost like people were saying because there were eight candidates that went, for example, for the co-option on Tlaoise County Council, and I was the only woman. Oh, so that's why I got it. Like I would hope I got it because I'm me. Nothing yeah. to do with whether I'm male, female, transgender, or whatever yes, I am. Yes, you know. But um, uh, I'm female, by the way. But um, <laughs> you uh, see that? But I, like, can, yes. I can confirm. I know it's <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Both are female. Thomasina yes, yeah. are definitely. But like no problem, whatever anyone is. But I, I, I do feel that really, it's isn't it? It really is. It's not just about women in politics, is it? It's people in politics. Mm -hmm. Like as you were saying, Thomasina, it is such a tough game, really. And you do need to have a brass neck. And I find that rather sad, really, because you see the nonsense that some people come out with. For example, today, you know, with President Michael D staying in a three thousand euro hotel a night suite in Geneva, and you can see that it's a story that is not a story. But you can kind of wonder, you go into why should Michael D? Why is he? bothered even going again really you know yeah. at this stage mm -hmm. that it's just it's it's more we need more women in politics but we need more men we need more people mm. involved all coming from different backgrounds and different pathways into it that's what's really needed I, for I, I, I don't think I hope down the line there won't be a need for the gender quota but yeah. I do think yeah, it's it needed, is needed it, now. Need to open the door essentially and, it is. and if that's the case what harm yeah what's your motivation for getting into politics like, you've young you've a young enough family you've a 21 yeah. or two year old and you've you've teenager and that like what what do they think it's a like what's your motivation for getting like i've been at yeah. council meetings and i'm like jeez would you really want this like, <laughs> I don't know, like i'm fascinated by yeah. voting and politics mm. and the different games that go on but sitting yeah. in the council i wonder i think it's know. a very good question Stephen. well firstly i lecture in in it carlo and one of the modules i lecture in is, is um, public affairs and every time we come around to discussing and covering that module, I've often thought, my God, all that's going on now within these four walls, I want to do this on a wider at a wider scale, you know. Mm. And even over in the canteen, staff canteen, if I'm sitting with anyone, it's talking about whatever is the political story of the day. So huge interest in politics. But um I suppose family don't. I mean, my my son Frank. You know, he plays yeah, um, hurling sure. and football with Port Leash, and uh, he's over on a J one in San Francisco at the moment. But I sent him a WhatsApp message saying all this has happened because since he left, like there wasn't even a mention of this before. By the way, I'm but a counselor now, so yeah, <laughs> uh, he's going. Congrats, ma'am. I've no idea what all this means, but congratulations yeah. anyway. So you kind of accept this. That's just it. Uh, I'm. I suppose on my own journey. Um, and the hobby really. I suppose he's. Um, uh, it, it, and that's the other thing, I suppose, people getting involved in uh, uh, in, in anything to do with, I suppose, uh, political or public life. You do need the support of mm. a partner, definitely, if there is one, because um, I would notice that, you know, there, for example, I just ran out from the dinner and um, 
there's no question that there'll be anything left at home for me to do and all the washing will be done and everything and so it's it and that's only right why yeah. should the woman have to do it all that's absolute nonsense but I'm just saying that that's never going to be an issue do you know that the children are, will suffer or anything if I'm at meetings all the time so, yeah. I suppose you're, it's all ahead of you I suppose you, you, you'll probably hope to be contesting the next local elections obviously you've less than a year in the seat but I remember talking to Noel Toohey one of your council colleagues at one stage and I, I think maybe he, at the time he was canvassing with John Whelan and he later became a, a councillor and saying to him I, said, I just said to him it's a new because I would know Noel through what, football matches and his son Zach and watching games and that and I said to him it's a new sport for you Noel it's a blood sport and uh, this politics and, and he just said, said to me I'll tell you what it is it's bloody great sport and it was uh, like yeah. it's infectious the whole thing isn't it absolutely yeah, yes very yeah. Much so. yeah it is and I think it only makes possible again it's an image I have in my head I don't know why now but um, I remember a, a neighbour walking into the house one day and um, I was sitting at the island just reading the newspaper but Jerry the hubby ironically his name is Jerry as well but right. uh, he was uh, and he doesn't just clean the fridge he, you know I'd give it a quick wipe but it's grand everything has to come out and just take out all the shelves so he had everything out in the island he was washing but she just looked and she went where did I go wrong you know but it is great <laughs> that that's possible so you know so that's, yeah. and again look, I suppose to to, to, to to kind of finish up on the political side of things moved on her stories Um who would be a, I'll ask the individual who would be a politician of any hue you would admire what's the one politician you would like to emulate or you've looked at and thought jeez you know what that's that's the sort of type of politician I would like to be uh, is there anyone you want to be your own person <laughs> you can use I probably that, am I probably am my yeah, answer yeah, person yeah. pick Look, someone uh, I tell you what um, I'm a pretty big fan of Kate O'Connell okay, um, yeah. TD she's a TD for mm. Fianna Gael in Dublin Bay South and I guess look apart from you know, knowing her uh, on various uh, women for election courses that I've done in the past, which are amazing. Um, I guess she's somebody who um, is at the front of the herd with her idea and doesn't care if anyone's behind her. And I think, you know what, if you have something that you're really strong on, don't care if there's anyone behind you, because one day there will be. And you know, she started canvassing in 2015 uh, in a general election that I guess was divisive in lots of ways. Mm. And, um, you know, she was suggesting that there should be a referendum, that, you know, we, we should look to have a vote on this. Um, and lots of people told her, oh, you'll never get elected like that. Look at your colleague, Lucinda Creighton. Who, you know, she's this yeah. and she's that. Yeah. And, you know, she took a stand against the and party look, and, look all and all of that. And, and look, and, and you know what? And, and, and I suppose with the benefit of hindsight, um, maybe all of that could have been handled differently. Lucinda's a great woman. Um, but I do think, you know, having an idea, going with it, and really being absolutely relentless, um, even when it's an unpopular idea, mm. you know, and I think you have to have conviction for that. So, yeah, that's... Uh, she has Midland's connections as well. I think she's... Uh, uh, yeah, she's actually... She's from, from, um, yeah. she's from a place just outside Kilbagan. I've been oh, in her um, school, actually. It's a tiny yeah. little school. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely and she, uh, she, her father, actually, Michael, he would have been uh, on Westmead County Council yeah. at one stage. Mm. And, of course, her sister, Mary Newman-Julian, is, is now running... 
in Tipperary. Tipperary. Mm. So if you want to follow her on Twitter, she's Mary for Tipperary. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Very good. Pauline, the same to you, a politician of any hue, yeah. any party, even international, you would go looked at look at now or looked at in the past and said, you know what, that's the type of person I would like to be. There's there's two actually, one male, one female. Uh the male isn't a very popular choice and friends of mine say, What in God's name Danny is Healy wrong Ray. with you? <laughs> no, I, I, not Danny, whatever about Danny Michael would be more so. Yeah. But um no Brian Cowan, I have great yeah. time for him for his intellect. Um um, I've only barely met the man mm. once or twice, but uh, I've always been very taken with his insights and his uh, ability to reflect and then act on various issues. However, having said that, it was clear that he didn't have the leadership mm. skills that were needed, which is unfortunate. But I do think he got a real raw deal in yeah. politics. I genuinely do. Mm. Um, and then from a female perspective, I have to say, I do think Mary O'Rourke is very formidable. Again, <laughs> I've watched her in action. Extremely Thomas hard agreement. She's fantastic, but but also as well her, her sense of fun, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and that's, that doesn't mean that she's a chancer. I'm not saying that at all. She's such a hard worker. You can see. I, I watched her over the years when I was um working in PR, and I, she wouldn't even refer for a second to any notes when she was making a speech. And I go, how can she do that? But um, but truly amazing woman. Um, but also as I say, just really a yeah, light hearted I, 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 person. Great choice, well. all yeah. Yeah. Say, uh, I've, I've, I've got time for Mary O'Rourke. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? I was, I was against her on a debating pa- panel uh, about a year and a half ago uh, around the gender quota. And we sort of tore shreds off each other in the panel. Because mm. she's very uh, yeah, she, she, she yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look at um, you know, she she spoke to me at length actually after the debate. Mm. She gave me a big big hug and said, "You're not a put on woman." I said, "Well, thank oh, you very lovely. much, Mary. I'll take nice. that as a compliment." Yeah, but you know, she told me that she had to actually go through uh, four elections before she got on a ticket. So. You know, and she said every time that they were driving home, she'd be crying, and her husband, Enda, of course, mm. would be saying, "Sorry, don't do this again." Now, you know, yeah, yeah, and she'd yeah. say, "She'd say, oh, I would, you know, resolve to, you know, re- retire from all this stuff." Uh, and she said, and then I'd, I'd, I'd get a lease of life, and I'd go again, and. She said eventually, you know, I, I, I did get there. And I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think she's a compassionate she's, woman. She yeah. is. She's a great line in her book, actually, you know, Just Mary, her autobiography, mm. um, where, again, she's talking about the whole juggling because of having the young children. And, um, and again, Enda, her husband, was very supportive. But that um, she opened the door one day and this woman stood there, Mrs. Pearl Samuels. And she said, hello, I'm Mrs. Pearl Samuels and I am going to mind your house for you from now on. And she turned out to be a housekeeper for them for years and years and years and years. Yeah. She yeah. had, I think she's a lovely warm touch, isn't she? She yeah. also, it annoys me a little bit that she's rolled out so often on, on media. I think she's like on speed yeah. dial of yeah. every current affairs programme. Yeah. But didn't she famously lose her seat in 2002 in the electronic voting? And her constituency was one of the three areas that, and she literally, there was no... Was that Nora Owen? Was that Mary O'Rourke? I wouldn't ring a bell with me now. Nora Owen lost hers famously. And was not was literally done. Jim Denon took it. Jim Denon took it. I think Mary O'Rourke. I know she famously did a radio interview in a bathtub once. That's right. That's really what. Yeah. I'll never get listening to it. And I was in the bath when I heard that story and she just. I think she did that. Oh, she was in the bath. She was in the bath and it was just magic. Yeah. No, it was a real heavy, like it was a current affairs, but like Morning Ireland. Yeah, no, it was one of the main ones. And I was listening going, this is just magic. And she just took it in the bath. Because you've got so much legs. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? Don't well, ask me even my favourite. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. well we, we only have only an hour. Michael, Michael Lowry, Charlie <laughs> Hoy, <and laughs> Well, of That's course, uh, we, we must find out, though, for Leash uh, listeners. Uh, Leash, as Thomas, you just pointed out as well, are the only county not to have a female TD, and we're the longest without a, a We're TD. actually the only county that has never elected 
a woman. That's a disgrace and it's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Really? But how many women have been on the ticket? Yeah. Um, I can't remember any women. Uh, you uh, probably the last Cathy Honan, uh, me and... Uh, I think there was one girl one. last time for the Green Party. That's right, and Sinead Moore that's from right, the Green Party. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, story, yeah. yeah. So look, I, I, it's a terrible I have, record, isn't it? Look, it is a pretty poor record, but I think things have to change. And you know, um, I suppose when you look at it, it can be very difficult mm. to actually get on mm. a ticket it just shows it, and yeah. actually to yeah. get through a convention because you know you're looking at uh, it's all in favour of incumbents a lot of the time yeah. and. Maybe if you don't have the right last name, it can be even trickier. That's but, true. You know, There's no point saying different. It's just very but true. But when you yeah. have a name like Thomasina, it can yeah. make things a bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> very good, of course. Uh, we'll move a little bit on to sport in a moment. It is our podcast here. It is Unleashed. Brought to you with thanks for our good friends, Finline Furniture. They've, of course, uh, nearly 40 years in business. They've been making the highest quality sofas, chairs and emo. Finline have exported their products over 50 countries. But you can visit our factory showrooms in emo right here in the county of Leash. And, of course, recording our podcast, as always, in the beautiful surrounds of the Golden X Studios right here in Greenfield and Port Leach. If you are a musical band, a singer-songwriter, and want to record top-class quality sounds, well, Ollie Plunkett is your man here. Go online, you see all the details there. Stephen, come to you quickly. A story, kind of a breaking story on Leach today. Eddie Brennan, eight-time All-Ireland winner, could be the next manager. I think he will be the next manager. I think like the, there was a three-man committee set out. The county board sort of subcontracted this job out to three former players, Niall Rigney, Eamon Jackman, and Declan Conroy. And they went off and they... they I suppose they spoke to six or seven different candidates and came back with Eddie Brennan. It was like he, they, they, there was no Great leash. Shout, right? Yeah, yeah, like he was a guy who was um, he was a guard based in Port Leash. He won eight All Irelands with Kilkenny. He won four All Stars. He played all through the great from 2000 yeah. to 2011 with with Kilkenny under Brian Cody. And like he was always sort of knocking around Leash because he worked here obviously and it was really rumours that he was going to transfer to Port Leash. I think they were sort of hopeful at one sense. But look, it's it's a it's a it's a sort of a a blue chip appointment like you know yeah. he, um, he was a guard in Portlaoise guard in Portlaoise so he may have arrested some of his future players possibly yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. Uh, no look it's, a, it's definitely a high profile one I just hope um, that th- the first thing he will have to do is he will have to get all the players on board that has mm. been an ongoing thing with Leash that did, not everyone who is capable of playing has committed themselves to the county and I think that's the very first thing he's going to have to do is get everyone in play, uh, committed to the county and after that hopefully he'll be able to prove himself as a coach and a manager that like Leash are in this new uh, John McDonough Cup competition and mm-hmm. it is the second tier but I think if, if Leash are prepared fully and to have everyone on board I think there's a big day in Croke Park for the Leash Hurlers next year awfully are down in it it won't be easy one but I think there's there's a big game in Croke Park for the Leash Hurlers next year Brilliant. before the Leinster Hurling final so look it's, it's good the, yeah, a good point if Leash play a Limerick by the way who do you shout for uh, I, I, I can categorically say that I can't comment <laughs> <laughs> Thomas <laughs> you're, saying that. Yeah. you're kind of the football yeah. area you're, I'm, up from Courtwood yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. Woods, so yeah. I have to say I, I, I'm like you, you know, hurling to me now yeah but I have to say I always find it really um, great to watch yeah. and uh, my mother would be a big hurling fan she's from just outside Athenry in County Galway she played a lot of hurling herself oh, brilliant. Okay. she still takes the hurl out when she gets across have you the Galway flag now Flying, yeah, right. No, I brought her to a couple of All Irelands actually, oh, right, and yeah. uh, you know she's 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 really now she'd kind of be um, kind of screaming at the television type Great. stuff. But, but no, I, I mean um, I think the Eddie Brennan thing, like I think it's such a coup. Oh, it's brilliant! Such yeah. a coup, yeah. and I just think, look, um, I think he needs to be given the time and space mm. 
to actually go at the thing. Yeah. Is he still working as a <clears throat> guard? I think he's, 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 he's back in Temple Moor in Temple Moor now. He pulled me for a speed. But being from Limerick, of course, I would do anything to get three points. That's a joke, by the way. I wasn't pulled by Speedy. Not a Helen's going to be if you were pulled by by Eddie Brown. That's what I'm saying. Uh, listen, we'll move on and uh, we'll watch that space team and you'll have more for that on Leash today. And we'll still have that. to find out who is back. I know you'll know first before yeah. anyone else in the county of Leash. Must come back uh, kind of as Luma. We have about 10 minutes left in the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you know where this one Bishop Bridget Meehan, a, mm. a, a pope, a pope, oh. a bishop, um, or a female bishop. The Catholic Church won't uh, recognize her. She has been excommunicated. But from what neck of the woods, Stephen? Rat Downey, I think. Rat Downey. Yeah. She's come out and said when the pope visits here in a couple of weeks' time, he must specifically. Uh, apologise to women for the Catholic Church's role I suppose in, in the laundry homes and the Magdalene institutions would you agree or come to you first Pauline uh, on that one should yeah, the Pope apologise yeah I mean apologize? there's so many people hurting uh, I, I make no secret of it I'm uh, um, I suppose in inverted commas a practising Catholic yeah. as in I enjoy um uh, the being part of the of the local Catholic community, and having said that, I have loads of me- friends as well who are Muslim and of no religion. Um, and but I do think that there's so many people that are seriously hurting. So something will have to be done. I wouldn't again come back to going. You have to just talk to women. Mm. It has to be about the people. I don't know. Do you remember a year a few years ago on prime time? Do you remember when um, Pat Kenny did it? And remember that guy who spoke. Oh, it was so a it was the last ever question. It was one answers. of those cathartic yeah, moments was, where you yeah. just watch and go, my mm. goodness me, mm. how dare anyone? Mm. I mean, he spent his whole lifetime, as have thousands of mm. others, in such pain. My my understanding is, I think he will. You know, mm. he will actually uh, address it in some address form, it in yeah. some format. But you hear some advocates are saying that it's not, it's they don't want apologies anymore. So it's it's about what can affect change, really, isn't it? Mm. And how can these people find inner peace as mm. they so justly deserve? Absolutely. It's heartbreaking. It's just heartbreaking to think. Thomasina, mm. um, your views on yeah, it? Yeah, look, I mean, it echo the sentiments um, of Pauline, but I, I, I suppose. Um, Something that strikes me so strongly is always the story of the Magdalene Laundries. Mm. Um, and I just think, you know, whatever anybody will say about mm. um, the church or, or otherwise, that was wrong. Mm. That was absolutely yeah. wrong. And um, it's funny, you know, when I've been canvassing and people say, oh, well, I don't like Enda Kenny, but I really like the fact that he actually came out and apologised to the women of Ireland that it had happened to. Probably one of his, some say, his finer moments Maybe, as, well, as Taoiseach. Oh, many you might disagree. Moments. yeah. But No, but I just think, look, I think it was a very dignified... Mm. Um, pain that he did and I think it really meant something yeah. um, that for the first time that pain and suffering was really properly recognised um, because you know there are issues around uh, the Catholic Church which we won't all agree on but I think that's one that everybody can say is wrong Absolutely. Are and you going by the way bud? Are you going are you going up to visit? Yes I'm going looking forward yeah. to it yeah. Tickets yeah, got? I am. Tickets got Flag already. out Flag out Ready Thomas to Sanders. rock and roll Yeah. Thomasina will you be making a trip <laughs> uh, on Bally British? I, I'll actually I'll actually be out of the country uh, oh, I, yeah, I'm actually Typical Although it'll go well when you, eventually if you are elected it, 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 it all you'll have be so used to the holidays now this oh, I'm, I'm not sure about that Well to be honest look at I, I actually working for yourself you don't get much time off Of course yeah So yeah. I'm just going uh, I'm going away for a weekend but it's actually that whatever it, it adds to those you're days right. you're, you're right and I'll be also teeing up for electric picnic so I've got to which we're going to come on to actually <laughs> Stephen uh, thanks ladies and that one because it's interesting getting your views uh, I suppose yeah. your brother particularly Pauline being, being in, That's a member right, of the church yeah. is, is quite interesting and you know what was very interesting after when it all came to the fore and I remember Seamus we were sitting at home after dinner at home in Limerick one day and he was saying that 
it's the little things he has to be so conscious of that if one of his nieces, for example, runs up and sits on his lap, he's kind of going, yeah, he play yeah, over there now. Yeah. It, you know, it's sad that they've yeah. all been tarred with the mm. one brush. Now, ha- having said that, it is absolutely unforgivable yeah. what's happened. But it's it, it's like everything. They're not all like There's that. There's a human you know? side to, I like that, yeah. uh, in that you know, situation. Which that I, has affected about. people. Uh, briefly... The, 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 Sorry, the, the Pope has a lot to apologise on yeah, behalf of the Catholic does. Church. It's like, you can't isolate one incident. And I'm mm. I'm not a strong mass-going Catholic, but I am a sort of a quasi-defender of the Catholic mm. Church and what they have, you know, things that have happened. Like, the amount of good work that they have done over the years. Oh, amazing. Incredible. Yeah, like, amazing, you yeah, see yeah. things like um, lip syncs and Strictly Come Dancing nowadays or fundraisers. The church were doing that type of thing in, in, in the guise of variety shows in that years ago. Like, they, they did huge community work um, in, in so many different regards mm. that I, you can't... You can't obviously there was a rotten culture in yeah. a, a part of it, but there was an amount of good work done too, and that can't be overlooked in mm. communities all over the country and over yeah. the world. Yeah, um, and, and, and yeah. that can people got educations that might and necessarily have got good. And maybe the paper visit so might. Yeah, you can't reenlighten you know. that as well, or kind of bring that to the fore as well that there was so much good work done. It's definitely a different, you know, like what we were saying, like a quarter or a third of the country showed up in the Phoenix Park in 1979 when the Pope mm. was in Ireland. There won't be that crowds this time, but it just. There's 40 years have passed and it's a different country that the yeah. Pope has come to it's now. A, it's a very we're, we're trying to full show out of it. But, there's uh, a great joke about the Pope. Mm. Go on. Uh, when the Pope died and he went up to St. Peter, up to the gates of heaven and St. Peter says, come in, come in and you can have free reign, you can go wherever you want, there's no panic at all, he said, because you've been a Pope. And he said, what would you like? Is there anything in particular you'd like? And he said, well, you know what I'd love? I'd love to see the original transcripts when God was talking to the prophets, just to see them. So anyway, he gets them and he's looking through them. And about two days later, um, St. Peter hears this big, massive scream from the room where the Pope is reading the transcripts. And he says, no. And he said, what's wrong with you, Pope? And he says, "Um, I don't believe it. It's said to celebrate, not be celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I suppose... (laughs) Well, speaking of celebration, we'll move on to our final story, uh, which is Electric Picnic. Thomasina mentioned it, of course, yeah. on the horizon. A couple of nice acts uh, announced yeah. during the week. Stephen, you were breaking on the leash today. Bewitched are coming, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. you. Course, I've the been poster Electric was Picnic. in your bedroom. I, I, I'm not a massive music fan. Or, uh, I go on. You know, but, but I, I go to Electric Picnic regularly and I rarely hear a song. I just stand around talking to people and that, yes. like, you know. But Bewitched got huge traffic. Soon had that story on, on Leash today this week. And uh, Bewitched got huge traffic, as S Club 7 did last year. But they're and brilliant. It's well, I remember that. Day, that, yeah. that it was raining on the on the Saturday evening last year when uh, S Club Seven were on know, the throwback there, stage, yeah, but the yeah. crowds around were incredible for it at that time. So look, Electric Picnic, it's just brilliant. Like it's Thomasina, we can nearly see it from her. We're recording today in the beautiful surrounds of Golden X Studios. Will you be going? Yeah, I go every year. Right, uh, I'm sort of. We looking uh, forward to seeing. I'm, well, I'm probably going to go and see Bewitched. Yeah, you'll probably see me there. Um, every, every year I sort of like tootle around to yeah. lots of the stages. The atmosphere is the big thing for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's actually such a phenomenon. And for people that are going for the first time, it's just mind-blowing. It is, yeah. It's a and city in even in, in three days, to even try and get around it, you know, you got to have your runners on um, and your glitter out. Mm. But I think, um, like, the amount of, like, the food stuff is amazing, the stuff for kids, for families, like, it's awesome, you know, because I think people have a certain view, like, oh, it's some, like, mad rock festival. Yeah. You know, it's not really like that There's a part all. of that, of course, but there is so much. Of course, Silent Disco. Yeah, I do, do love that. I'm going to be like, which, yeah. Pauline, can we 
expect to see you at, at Bewitched or, or I, I, I buy two tickets every year Never but they go to my two teen well right. 22 year old 20 year old so I'm afraid um, but I do I, I've never still managed I've still always managed to go you oh, know come on, oh, so come which on, is great <laughs> two people go together uh, right yeah. ran the car once I've been a fall once I've been a girl well actually one of the very interesting things is the political discussions that's right that's great. Go on, go to the first time as a counselor. You'd probably get f- a ticket for nothing anyway. You know, I'd like about your council colleague. She she sang at Electric Picnic one year. Yeah, she was that's right. Yes, yeah. Who opened that year? But yeah, Mary's Wouldn't like to be brought off Mary's. There's brilliant pictures of Francais of thousands in the background. I know. I saw them. I remember them. Yeah. Look at that. Politicians with a sense of humour. Who would have thought? What? Goodness gracious me. Well, I think we've proved. Quick last mention for Leisha's hottest men. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, and not a judge or anything, anything like that. But <laughs> How's it going? Number eleven. We, we spoke at last about the last. Yeah, number thirty to number eleven were announced on Monday. You're not in, I'm told. No, well, I'm excluded, obviously. <laughs> 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 never, have, you, have you cast an eye over, lads? Pauline, have you cast an eye over? I'd love to nominate men? again my husband Jerry <laughs> and my son Frank <laughs> and my son. Well, Paul is too young, but anyway, just I think they should be on the list, Stephen. But actually, Steve was saying a lot of mothers do this, don't they, Stephen? There was a lot of mothers nominating, sisters nominating. Oh really? Or not husbands? And I remember, I think I said last week, but um, a girl nominated, I can't remember if it was her husband or her boyfriend, and he made it. And then she got back onto us complaining that he wasn't high enough up, like you know. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> you would have to see the correspondence that we get on it. It's absolutely priceless. Oh, so you're down. What you're down. You're ten, numbers ten to one are going to be announced on Monday. I think. It was big row in the yeah. office today. There was lads moving up and down the rankings. Yeah, well, I haven't heard my name yet, so I'm surely mm. in there. No, is there any more crack with the numbers thirty to number eleven? There is actually. You yeah. know, there's more people in it. And who, who, give us a kind of a flavour of who we, who's on it. Uh, Ross, in, his name I saw. Ross dropped down. Ross was number three or four last year, and he's. Down at, I don't know, maybe to 13 He's or 14. He's become less hot year. in the yeah, eyes yeah. of Leash women. There's a guy called Seamus Stapleton went from number 14, I think, to number 28. So right. Big drop. Big know? drop. Mm. National. Yeah, yeah. Look out Actually, um, Stephen well. Atright, who's on it, I saw his name on it. Yeah. And his father actually shared an office with me in IT Carlo. He sadly died of motion neuron That's disease right. about yeah, two yeah. years ago. But a great guy who's done so much for Leash, Stephen yeah, has. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, a mistake. Yeah. The girls, the, the, the judging panel, uh, nearly getting P45s this week to put the, the wrong picture with Stephen Atreides' bio oh my and put up another leash footballer. Uh, Tom Shield, so apparently the WhatsApp groups were, were melted down before Tom Shield thought he had made it. And Stephen Atreides wasn't and sure. So. Owen Masterson is on it. Great guy. Yeah, 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 it's brilliant. So. See, yeah, I, I, were you at all included in this? On it? Did you get any votes this year? I, I'm, I just keep an eye on... I think he's asking did you get nominated self-nominations don't count well they're all very hot looking I have to say they're gorgeous looking now when I scrolled down the names it was sort of like you know plays for such and such a football and plays football is a big thing absolutely and look they're fit guys they're fit guys just a thought just for your sort of next year content in the interest of a gender quote are you going to do Leash's 30th I brought this up last week and I said it'd be me too moving around Leash that's all what's that I thought it'd be a leash, uh, a Me Too hashtag movement. Me too. Oh, hashtag Me Too. Oh, look, 
In the no, current it, climate. It would be... 30 hottest women, please. Yeah, yeah, so we'd have no problem getting judges for that now. No, I mean, my hat's in the ring. But sure. I don't know if we'll go down that route now. I think we might leave things simmer down and yeah. on the front first and we'll move towards that. But I think you're right, there should be one. Honestly. Absolutely, in the interest of equality. Yeah, well, well, there you go. And again, you can't self-nominate, so... Yeah. <laughs> well, what a, an excellent way to finish our episode two of Unleashed. My thanks, of course, to Thomas C. O'Connell and to Pauline Maligan. Been great crack, guys, and really nice to have kind of views of politicians outside thanks, of the, the normal world. Yeah. As always, we'll Stephen Miller, we'll have you back, lads. Uh, and good luck in your future endeavours. And hopefully, we will see Alicia TD. Both of you, wouldn't it be great? Both of you, we can have this kind of recording out in years to come. Imagine to talk together now and Absolutely, together. wonderful. Wouldn't it be great? Stephen Miller, of course, uh, headman, of course, Leach Day in June. And everyone back at Leach Day, thank you very much to our friend and sound engineer, our sound sound engineer, Ollie Plunkett here at Golden Egg Studios. If you are a band or a musical act, want top quality sounds with Ollie Jaman. And of course, our podcast partners, Finline Furniture. For nearly 40 years, Finline Furniture have been making the highest quality sofas, chairs, and limo. Uh, they've exported over 50 countries. They employ local as well. Great business out there in Thomas Eden's neck of the woods, just about out, out there, Valley this way. Uh, you can come in and visit their showroom if you're doing up the house with all the extra money you have now these days. Now the economy is booming. My thanks. We'll see you next time on Unleash. Good luck.